0: Hi, everyone, and thanks for joining me for another episode of Pour It Out with Alana Beverly. I'm your host, Alana, and I'm really thankful that you're joining me today. Um, Today's episode is going to be just me having another little chat with you, sharing my heart with you. It is Easter week. It is Holy Week, and I just have some thoughts. And to be honest, I really did contemplate having a podcast because it's Holy Week, and you know, there are a lot of voices out there, a lot of people who have a lot of smarter and wiser things to say than I do. Uh, but as I was thinking about it and praying about it, I just, I have a few things I want to share. So this will not be long. Um, but I do hope that it encourages you and, um, that it leaves you reflective, um, and that you're able to draw closer to Jesus through it or because of it. So, um, you know, like I said, it's Holy Week. We're gearing up for Easter. And that always just puts me in a really reflective place. I think about my life. I think about um, my past. I think about my future. I think about my present. I think about the people around me that I'm close to and their lives. And I just see Jesus, you know, and the purpose of this podcast is to share people's stories and to hear people's stories and to hear and experience the hope because of those stories or through those stories. And I have been reflective of my story and what the Lord has walked me through and what I have been through. And I think back You know, there's a line of a song, an older song that says, I'll never know how much it costs to see my sin upon that cross. And over the last few days, I've just taken some time to just really think about those words. That song always comes to my mind during Easter week, because I just when I think of the cross, that's what I think of. I think of, you know, my before I knew Jesus, before I started walking with him my life. And, you know, to be honest, I wasn't a great person. I made some really terrible choices, some really terrible mistakes, and I hurt a lot of people. And I am not proud of that. (laughs) I'm not proud of those things. But, you know, when I think of those words, I'll never know how much it costs to see my sin upon that cross. That's what I think of. I think but he died for me anyway. He knew what I was going to do. He knew the choices I was going to make. He knew the situations I would put myself in and he died for me anyway. And then he chased me down with his love until he found me. He fought for me and I am his now because of it. And I am forever, ever grateful because of it. And So I think of that and I think about just what he rescued me from and what he saved me from and what he redeemed me from. You know, he redeemed my whole entire life to the place where, to the point where I don't even recognize that person when I think back anymore. I don't even recognize who she was because I am a completely and totally different person. And I'm so thankful for that. So I think about that. And then I think about you know, the, the miracles that I've seen and, and I'm so thankful. I, the people that I've prayed for that have experienced healing or, um, provision or deliverance or whatever it has been, you know, the people that we pray for, that we believe for, that we stand on his promises for, and then we see, um, him come through and we see those, those prayers get answered. And I think of, I think of that, I look at the cross and I think of that and just how, faithful he's been. And then today I found myself just thinking over these past few weeks, which have been really, really hard for my church family. You know, our our church has kind of just walked through a lot of stuff lately and people in our church, our church body. And, um, you know, I have a friend who a few weeks ago, she and her husband, they lost everything in a house fire. They lost their house and they lost everything. But I've watched them over these past few weeks just cling to hope and they've had joy in the midst of all of it. It's been hard, it's been devastating, it's been so excruciatingly hard, but they have found joy. You know, I've watched her cry and I've watched her give God the glory for it. And I've watched both of them look for him and find him in every moment, in every situation, in every bit of it, they have found him. And just to hear that and to hear their stories, because they know they're able to still have hope because they know that their life here is temporary. And they know that they have something better coming in eternity. And, you know, then we had um, someone at our church who we had believed for healing and we prayed and believed for healing. And he is now with the Lord. He went to go be with the Lord and it's hard and it's disappointing. But last week we had his celebration of life and it was truly a celebration of life. It was not a funeral. It was a celebration. And I listened to all of these stories of people who, you know, he had impacted over his life. And I read all the tributes on, social media. And I just thought, oh my goodness, like, that's what it's all about. Like we're able to still have hope. We're able to celebrate at the end of someone's life, even when we're sad, even when it's disappointing, even when it's hard, because we know again, we're going to see him again. We've got all of eternity with him. And so You know, just those things I've been reflective on today. I've been reflective on the people that I'm still praying for, that I'm still believing for, for healing, for restoration, for reconciliation, for provision, you know, for miracles to still happen that they're still in the waiting and it hasn't happened yet. But we can still have hope because we know that we have, we serve a God that's faithful. And because I look at that cross and I see Jesus and I see what he went through for us so that we can have the benefits of it all. And so I'm just reflective and I'm just really thankful. And you know, we like I said we we celebrate those things and we have that hope and we're able to walk through really tough situations and really tough times because we have that hope. You know, we look at the cross and it it is this symbol of you know him dying. And then when he died, he went down and he conquered hell in the grave. And he came back with all power and authority in his hands. And then now we are able to have that same power and authority by the power of his Holy Spirit. And it's like we get to pray and we get to believe for things because we're able to do that because of the cross. We're able to have hope and we're able to put a smile on our face and keep moving forward because we have hope that we get to spend all of eternity with him. So no matter how hard things get here on this side of heaven, we have all of eternity to spend with him with an abundance of joy. And I can't wait for that. So my hope and my challenge or my encouragement or whatever, my my admonition (laughs) to you all is that you would take some time this Easter weekend and that you would think back over your life and you would think back over the the times, the seasons of hardship, the seasons of maybe sin, um, and that you're able to see Jesus. You're able to see him pursuing you. You're able to see him fighting for you and that you're able to just have more gratitude and that you're able to walk into this Easter weekend with a heart full of gratitude and a full of thanksgiving. And that if you are in the middle of a storm right now, if you're in the middle of a hard situation, that your hope will be stirred, that your faith will be stirred because you'll be able to remember the things that he's brought you through, the prayers that he's answered, and that you'll be able to move forward in hope and with fresh faith, knowing that he is so, so faithful. And finally, I just pray that it wouldn't be just the same old, same old. You know, we do, I think with the big, big holidays like Christmas and Easter, they can just get so common. And I pray that that wouldn't happen, that you would have fresh eyes and fresh perspective that as you reflect it would stir something in you and that you would have fresh expectancy and fresh wonder and fresh awe. And so with that, I want to share with you all something. And, you know, it's so funny because honestly, as I was praying about this podcast and as I was kind of planning things in my head that I wanted to say or whatever, I was reminded of of what I'm about to share with you. And it's a blog that I wrote, um, about six years ago. I used to write blogs for our church and, um, it popped up in my memories about a week or so ago and I read it and, or I didn't read it. I, I, it popped up and I was going to read it. And then I didn't, but I've thought about it on and off. And I thought, Hmm, I think I might share that on the podcast. And so right before I hit record today, I pulled it up and I had already, you know, kind of thought in my head of what I wanted to share. And so then I pulled it up and I read it and I was like, oh, my goodness, it is exactly the same sentiments Um, that's on my heart, but maybe even a little better eloquently written. I don't know, (laughs) six years ago. But the power of the word is that it's alive and it's active and that hope is alive and it's active hope is alive. (laughs) And um, so it's timeless. So anyway, this is a blog, I wrote it, and I just feel like I just want to read it to y'all. And even after I reread it uh, earlier, I thought, Oh, man, I I really want to read it. (laughs) So um, this is a blog that I wrote about six years ago. And it's called I Almost Missed This Life Lesson from My Five-Year-Old. Bubbles. It all started with bubbles. One second I was washing dishes and the next I was a sobbing mess, totally overwhelmed by the love of Jesus. My five-year-old has randomly stopped watching TV and playing on the iPad. I'm thankful for this, of course, but she demands attention at all times now. And I was spent. She had been jumping around screaming, Mommy, look! Every five seconds, I told her I needed to do the dishes so she could just give me 10 minutes. I would take her outside as soon as I was finished. Not wanting to be far from me, she came in the kitchen and was bouncing the ball everywhere and screaming. I was done. All of a sudden, she started jumping up and down right beside me. I looked at her and said, what in the world are you doing? She responded, bubbles with eyes wide and pure excitement all over her face. I started to say something like, well, calm down a little. You act like you've never seen bubbles before. When the Lord quickly stopped me mid-sentence, immediately the words from a song we used to sing at church came to my mind. May I never lose the wonder, oh, the wonder of your mercy. May I sing your hallelujah, hallelujah, amen. I put down the dish in my hand, went in the other room, and turned the song on. All I could do was cry as I listened to the words. The words to the song go like this. <clears throat> I will kneel in the dust at the foot of the cross where mercy paid for me, where the wrath I deserve, it is gone, it is past. Your blood has hidden me. Mercy, mercy, as endless as the sea. I'll sing your hallelujah for all eternity. We will lift up the cup and the bread we will break, remembering your love, we were fallen from grace. but you took on our shame and nailed it to a cross. Mercy, mercy, as endless as the sea. I'll sing your hallelujah for all eternity. May I never lose the wonder, oh, the wonder of your mercy. May I sing your hallelujah, hallelujah, amen. I will kneel in the dust at the foot of the cross where mercy paid for me. With the Easter season coming up, the cross is being brought to the forefront of people's minds, and we are reminded of how Jesus was beaten, tortured, hung to die, and then resurrected three days later. All for us, all for me, and all for you. It's overwhelming to say the least. The reminder of hope and love is so powerful in this season. We sing about it, we talk about it, do plays about it, rejoice in it, and then like everything else in life, days go by and we lose sight of the excitement and the wonder. The reality, though, is that the fact that he loves us so much that he suffered and died for us and then took it all, took all authority back from the enemy and rose again and gave us that same power and authority through his Holy Spirit is just as overwhelming today as it will be when we celebrate on Easter morning. The hope and expectancy we have in believing for miracles as we remember that with him, nothing is impossible, is just as real the other 364 days of the year. As we prepare to celebrate Easter, as we prepare to celebrate this Easter season, it is my prayer that we would all take a few minutes to remember where the Lord has brought us from, the times he has been faithful to us and to grasp hold of his unwavering, unfailing, indescribable love for us. May we hold on to the sweet reminders of his love and his mercy. And every time we think about it, may our eyes widen with excitement and expectancy and wonder, even more than my five year olds did the other day, because the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords is much more amazing than bubbles how cool that it all like lined up. Right. Um, But it's my, it was my prayer then. And it's my prayer. Now it's my hope then. And my hope now that, you know, as you listen to this, as you listen to that story, as you listen to my words um, that you would be reminded of how good and how faithful the Lord is. And when this podcast airs, it will be Thursday, which in the history of things is Passover. It's when Jesus had, or not Passover, I'm sorry, when the Lord's Supper, when the Last Supper, if I could get my words together, that would be fantastic. The Last Supper and in it, as you all know, he says, he takes the bread and he takes the wine and he says, you know, as you eat of the bread and drink of the wine, that you will remember me. And so take some time this weekend, take some time today and over the next few days and remember, remember his sacrifice, remember what he has saved you from, what he has rescued you from, what he has healed you from, what he has restored you from. Remember the answers to prayer. Remember the times that he has come through. Remember the times that he has been faithful. And then walk into Sunday and every day with fresh gratitude and fresh hope, knowing that he is the same today as he was then, and the power of the cross is as powerful today as it was then. So I want to end this. I just want to pray for you all. So Lord, we thank you. We thank you that you are so good and that you are so faithful. We thank you for your sacrifice. We thank you for the cross. Lord, I pray that as we walk into this Easter weekend um, that we would remember, that we would take some intentional time to remember. We would remember who you are, who you have been in our lives and the people's lives around us, the ways that you have been faithful. Lord, remind us that regardless of what's going on in our life, we have the hope of eternity because of you. We have the hope of eternity because of the cross. And Lord, just help us to be grateful. Help us to focus and fix our eyes on you. And as we do, just be full of hope and be filled with gratitude because you are so worthy of all of it, Lord. Help us to have that awe and wonder and to not lose it. Lord, we love you and we thank you and we bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Guys, I hope you have a fantastic Easter weekend. I hope you have a fantastic week. And I will join you back here next week for a brand new episode of Pour It Out with Elena Beverly.